I am very picky about candles. I keep them burning around my house all the time. So many home fragrances smell very unnatural, super sweet, chemically, and just smell like the part of the mall you cannot wait to escape. And after learning that the candle industry contributes to an insurmountable amount of non-recyclable waste, carbon emissions, and toxicity in our air, I am even more picky. That's why I am so glad that Notes Candles exist. They're on a mission to help eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth friendly option without giving up high quality fragrance that actually seems amazing. The candle industry has major problems. Almost 2 million candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years. Yes, that's right. 1 million. Absolutely insane. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel again, again, and again so you don't become a part of the problem. It is so easy to use, guys. The candles are made up with fragrance wax beads so all you have to do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar fill it up with the wax beads enjoy your fragrance up to 36 hours and then just do it all over again when you're ready for a new one you don't have to settle for less than exciting fragrances with notes either in fact their collection of 13 amazing fragrances are handcrafted by fragrance experts at their home base in south carolina and they are to die for y'all i have one burning recently and i have been loving burning the santel and atlas cedar scent it's woodsy, calming, smells just like some of the bougiest fragrances on the market. I love it. They have so many other ones like oat milk and balls and berry, vanilla and pepperwood, and so many. I love them all. So be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandles.com slash healthy. Right now, Notes is giving listeners 15% off and free shipping when you buy a Notes starter kit using code HEALTHY. Just use code HEALTHY when placing an order. That's code HEALTHY at notescandle.com slash healthy. Struggles with porn. How to only keep eyes on each other. And just to clear the air on this really quickly. (laughs) What? So many people like DM'd me and they were like, are you guys sharing a room? Does Caleb experience insecurities as a guy? Dun, dun, dun. dun, dun. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Happy and Healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, Janina Mapola. This is your first time listening to my podcast. Happy Tuesday. If you're listening on a Tuesday, I drop these every single Tuesday. Club going up on, on a, a Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, so my boyfriend, Caleb, is joining me on today's podcast. So welcome, Caleb, to the chat. Can we have the sound effect? Give me a sound. Welcome, Caleb. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. It's good to be back. <laughs> Thanks for having me, babe. It means so much to me. Really? Really. <laughs> so, welcome to the podcast. Uh, for today's episode, it's going to be a Ask Janine and Caleb questions. So, I went to my Instagram. I had you guys submit questions, and you guys submitted. You went there. You submitted, like... They asked some juicy questions. Um, Y'all are a little nosy. Yeah. You're just trying hey, to get in our business. Sometimes you guys hurt my feelings a little bit. What you mean? Sometimes they say things that I'm like. Like what? What'd they say this time? Someone said that my socks with my Birkenstocks Shoes. look horrible. Um, yeah, I actually had a lot of people comment and roast your, roast your outfit on that. First of all. I didn't really care about it, to be honest. I put the socks on for a split second. I wear them usually without socks like I am now. Third of all. I thought they were I, I cute. Do, I do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm also drinking iced coffee. Before we get into the juicy questions, um, we are going to do a quick little recap because Caleb and I just got back from Israel yesterday. It's funny because going in, so jet lagged. Going into Israel, you used to say Israel. Leaving Israel, we say Israel. Yeah, some people would be like Israel, and Israel. you're like, oh my bad. So we just got back from Israel yesterday. Uh, we are both very jet lagged. Wiped. Like, I feel like a pile of poop right now, which is why I have my iced coffee. That looks like a pile of poop. This also does, too, look like a pile of poop if you're watching the YouTube video or Spotify, which 
check those both out because you can watch us on both of those. What would you prefer people to watch on YouTube or Spotify? It doesn't really matter. I think it just totally like I think for a lot of people when they're driving in the car, they'll listen to Spotify. But it's cool because you can watch us as well. Mm. But drive safe, ladies and gentlemen. But either way, I think I think YouTube is cool because you can comment and interact with us. How many guys listen to your podcast? Like 15%. 15. We got to get that number up. Oh, you're going to bring that number up. Come on. (laughs) But Israel was awesome. It was dope. We were there for 10 days. We enjoyed it. So like I said, it was my second time. If you didn't follow me on Instagram, you could, you probably haven't seen the trip yet. Um, But I posted a ton. So make sure you guys go check that out. But we had an absolute blast. It was my second time there. I went with a company called Passages. They flew us out there for 10 days. And just to clear the air on this really quickly. (laughs) What? So many people like DM'd me and they were like, are you guys sharing a room? No, we did not share a room. So that was one of the, the conditions when I asked passages if they would send me as I was like, would you guys be willing to get us two different rooms? And they said yes. So therefore we said yes. So just yeah. to clear the air on that, because I had a lot of people ask also, us that. Tell them about the first night. So I have this really bad fear of bed bugs because I had bed bugs happen to me one time when I came back from Paris. I came back, I stayed in Airbnb for like a day and a half by myself. I was like, yeah, I'm in Paris, whatever. I thought I was living my French life. And I get home and all of a sudden I'm scratching the crap out of my body. And all these little bumps start forming and I'm like, what is going on? I end up going to the ER. And I mean, it was bad. It was on my face, my neck, my arms. And they were like, you have bed bugs. Lo and behold, I start scoping out my bed because the thing is you can bring the bed bugs home with you in your suitcase, which is why now I never leave my suitcase on the floor. I have, I have so much PTSD. And um, so I immediately get to the hotel the first night and I'm like, we got to scope the beds for bed bugs. Caleb was ready in his room. I was in mine. I lifted up the sheets. I was in bed. He was in bed ready to go to sleep. I lifted up the sheets. We're so jet lagged. We are so tired. We had a, the longest day ever. We get off the flight. They have us go on a hike. We're drenched in sweat. So we're all exhausted. And I'm like, I've, I just got to know. So I lift the blanket. I take my flashlight out. And what do I see? A bed bug. Sorry, that just came in your ear. No, you're mm-hmm. fine. I don't think there were bed bugs. I, I ch- end up checking. There were two bugs. But I don't think there were bed bugs. Maybe. I just Why would there were, be a bug in the bed if it wasn't a bed bug? I think there were there were they bugs were just, that just taking ha- a nap. There were bugs that happened to be. In I the don't bed. think so. I don't no. think they were bed bugs. No, I, I googled it and I googled, I googled images and I compared it and I'm pretty dang sure it was a bad bug. I don't discriminate bugs in beds, but I do think it just were two bugs that happened to be in your bed. <laughs> do you think me. they were just taking a nap with you? I don't know about that. So you're anyway, you're so cute. I don't blame a bug for wanting to bug on bugging on you. you well, that's what, what you do to me. You bug me all the time. You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so. She texts me. I call him in a panic. I think there's bed bugs in my bed. I'm not going to be able to sleep here. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I take one for the team. I'm like, listen, I grew up on a farm. I'm not worried about it. Um, he swaps so beds with I'm me. Like, you can stay in my room. I'll go to your room. And uh, so I go to her bed. I fell asleep in five minutes. I was like, if I die, I die. I couldn't do it. Like if I hadn't, knowing that I had seen a bug, I couldn't mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. But so he doesn't have bed bugs. So if that shows, Thanks, we babe. slept in opposite rooms at the same time, I get people wanting to know and living in the light. For and everything. sure. But I also do think it's a little, it's my hot take. I, could you imagine asking someone you don't know? Never. What like, bed they're sleeping where, in? Where are you sleeping? It's tonight? like, I get people want to know because but they that's also why I made it advice. clear, like on day one, I made it clear so that yeah. people wouldn't ask because I wanted to clear the air and I wanted to make sure that people knew we weren't sleeping in the same room. If we're in the same, if we're traveling ever with family or friends, nev- like never in the like, same bed. Unless we get married, just know from here on out, we are never in the same bed, the same room. Like people always ask, and that's actually one of the questions we'll get into. But people always ask us like, how do you guys travel together? We'll get to it. But like, we try to stay purposely at places where we can separate or we can like stay with family members and we have different yeah. beds. And so we always try to plan it that way. And because traveling when you're not married is just difficult. It's difficult. But at the same time, we're not having sex. It is what it is. We're waiting until marriage. That's yeah. our thing. Yeah. I, I just think it's interesting being obsessed with or not obsessed. Like, I think it's an interesting question. But I think it's a fair question, but I do think it's like a little weird. Well, it's actually funny. I got a comment from like the same person like multiple times 
And um, she was like, I refuse to believe that there's no way that you and Caleb aren't hooking up when you guys are traveling all the time together and you're always at each other's houses. There's no way you guys aren't hooking up. And we can 100% lay our hands on the Bible and confidently share, no, we are not hooking up. Listen, do we want to hook up? Do we want to have sex? Of course. Every single day. That's a sound bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, we want to you know, have sex. Like, of course she's beautiful. We're attracted to each other. It's difficult. It's, we have friends holding us accountable. We'll Um, get to that. But yeah, yeah, uh, we're like 20 minutes in. So we need to get to the questions, but I do think most of the questions people were asking were boundary questions. Yeah. So Um, we'll talk about that. And it's stuff that we talk about constantly. Like, yeah, you know, we do kiss. So we have to, you know, we got to be careful there, Mm -hmm. but at the same time we're human. And it's difficult, but we want to get married soon and want to worry about it. Excuse me, I had a hiccup. All right. And this podcast is sponsored by Thrive Market. Guys, we're big Thrive Market people because at the end of the day, time is money and being healthy to us in 2024 is so essential to our well-being. I'm running a marathon. Janine is launching a book, which is so crazy. Uh, So we have meetings after meetings and time is money. So that's why we use Thrive Market. It's our go-to for all of our grocery and household essentials and getting everything online then quickly shipped to our doorstep is just such a huge time saver. And as a Thrive Market member, we save money on every single grocery order. On average, we save over 30% each time. They even have my favorite freaking protein bars, uh, New Go Chocolate Pretzel. I eat them before every single workout, save over 30% each order. So when you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com healthy for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com healthy thrivemarket.com slash healthy back to the show anyway so back to the trip really quickly it was a great time we had a blast genuinely it brought us so much closer and i don't think we've laughed that much (laughs) in our entire relationship like we laughed so much the entire trip the entire trip you were funny Thank you. You were so (laughs) funny on that trip. I couldn't believe it. I knew you were funny coming into it. You were saying things that I was like. It was unhinged, to be honest. I I think I was nervous going on the trip because I was like, I have never spent 10 straight days internationally with you. And it it ended up being 7 a.m. to midnight. Literally, the the morning, the right when you wake up, you're like, hello, what are you doing? We meet each other at breakfast. And um, yeah, I was nervous because I was like, what if like we don't like each other after Mm -hmm. this trip? I was like, yeah. I was kind of nervous, but we ended up really liking each other. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like we went in as like really, you know, tight homies, but we left like 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 best best bros. bros. Just like, yeah, we it, were always on the same page, the same wavelength. Like we would look at each other, and I would be like, I know what you're thinking, mm-hmm. or like when I wanted to leave, he wanted to leave, and vice versa. Like that's when you know, yeah, like that's like your person. Being on that bus every day together, being hot and sweaty every day together. Knowing we suffered together. <laughs> we did suffer together and it was like super fun. But genuinely, I could not have done that trip without you. Yeah, same. I, I needed you for sure. I would never do that trip without you. Yeah. Like never. Yeah, it's hard when you don't have like a person there with you. It, yeah. But but I still recommend if you can, still do it. 100%. It's really challenging and it grows you in ways and you get to meet really cool people. So yeah. anyway. It was a good time. We are back. We're jet lagged. I also, random side note, I dyed my hair today. So if you're watching the YouTube video, I randomly decided to go lighter and it was way lighter than I was expecting. Like when they- It looks so good. When they first started blow drying it, I was having a freak out moment. I was like, oh my gosh, this is way too light, way too light. So I might tone it, but I got back and he like loved my hair. So maybe I'll keep it. Which I like her dark hair. But this is for the summertime. I'm not a, I'm not a- um I think was one of the great things about dating you was like, she's not blonde. Wow. I just love your dark hair. That's so sweet. So I was super nervous when you were like, I might light it up. Anyway, that's our introduction, long-winded introduction. And now we're going to go ahead and answer some questions that you guys have. Okay. What is our favorite thing about each other? Man, that's like such a broad question. My favorite thing about you 
is if I text you and I'm like, hey, we're going to North Korea. Kim Jong-un wants us to, you know, tour the city. Uh, <laughs> the most dangerous place, go to Southeast. I, I don't know. You're down. You're always up to like, hey, you want to go get food this way? Let's go play pickleball after. Then we're going to go meet four random people you've never met. I can throw her into any environment and she thrives. I can leave her with anybody. She thrives. I can know that after a long day at work, I'm going <laughs> to come over to your house and you're going to make me smile so much and make me laugh. Um, so I just think as a whole, you're just a blast. So. It's so sweet. <laughs> Thanks, baby. Mm -hmm. Um, I think my favorite thing is, and I, I even got to see it more on the trip, but I really love just like the way that you treat people. Like we would just be sitting, I mean, in Israel, like we would be exhausted from the day. And I'm sitting there like dragging my feet. I'm so tired. I'm like just trying to get the food in my mouth and go to bed. And Caleb's like having these super deep theological conversations. And he's like, tell me your story to these people. And I'm like, Caleb, it is late. Like, let's go to bed. But I loved that he was willing to go there. He was willing to ask people questions, to be kind. He, just the way you treated people, like that is the type of person like I've always wanted to marry is someone that treats people well and asks good questions and is intentional. And like so many times I would catch you in like these really great conversations with people. And I really admire that about Aww. you. So good job, baby. Thanks, babe. I remember we were sitting down at dinner and I was talking to a fella who happens to be at a church that they have some stances that I probably don't agree with, but I thought he was a super wise, super nice fella. And I just looked at him and I, and I was like, I have a question. I was like, uh-oh. What's your issue with women preaching? And that started this Spiraled. whole Spiraled. And I'm just sitting there like, uh. Yeah. And my grand, because my grandma is a pastor. And, um, and I just. I, I speak too. Yeah. So I'm not like a pastor, but you know what I mean? Yeah. And so like other tables were like listening in. It yeah, was you like could a, see people like inching in to listen to the conversation. Yeah. Because that's one thing about Caleb is he likes, he, his dad's an attorney. And so I feel like you my, have this challenging spirit in you where like, you want to kind of like stir the pot a little bit and you want to ask these like deep intellectual questions and you're willing to like challenge them. I just want to know why people think wh why they think it. Yeah. I think you're similar to like your dad in that. Yeah. Is there pressure to get engaged or married right away? Um, from not, I don't think really. no one's pressuring us. Literally nobody. I think the more thing is like, when is it going to happen? I'm not really getting any, like people just are like, Oh, do you know if he's the one? Yeah. That's more people like, do you think it's coming next? But no one's been like, why aren't y'all married? Like no one's done that to me. But no, I think more just seeing people comment <laughs> at every second. We're doing something that's like sort of romantic. They are like, oh, this might be the spot. Yeah, and I think that's I a think, little annoying. I don't think it's annoying. I think it's interesting, um, but I think it's fun. I think people want to see it happen, but just keep. Well, like, I think it's fine, but I also think that that could be dangerous, especially on social media when like, people may not know really what's going on. Mm -hmm. And they do that to a lot of people. Like when you're having a baby, when you have your next baby, when yeah. you're going to buy it, like I think it would be smart and safe just to not do that. Because what if someone's like really going through something yeah. and the constant comments are just not being beneficial. So no one in our real life is pressuring us in the least. Mm -hmm. Are people curious? Are people constantly asking us? Yes. But the only ones that are like constantly asking is people on social media. Yeah. I think being the guy in the situation is interesting because, you know, you have in your mind what you want to do, uh, but you're doing, you have to do it at your own pace and not let that make you feel rushed or, or whatever. Also expectations, like going into Israel, um, I didn't want her thinking or whatever, like, oh, this might be the yeah. time and the place. And I kind of thought it would. Yeah. It kind of did. And I wanted, I didn't want that to ruin the moment. So if people are hyping it up, you kind of feel bad right. that you, I knew it wasn't, I wasn't going to propose <laughs> to you there. Um, so that was funny, but yeah, next question. What is Janine's best quality? What is Caleb's best no. quality? Your best quality is, I think you're extremely adaptable. You can handle a lot on your plate and you don't seem like you're stressing out, even though you low key admitted like deep down inside, you're like, I'm stressed. I wouldn't know because you're so even keeled. You're so calm versus I'm like a freaking roller coaster. I'm like, oh my God, I'm freaking out. And then one day I'm like, I'm chilling, bro. I remember one so, time we got into like a kind of an argument and 
I like listed all the things that are like are on my plate. And it was like the first time like I ever like opened up about that. I was like, I am stressed. I need you. I'm stressed that you don't understand maybe how much is on my plate because I am pretty even killed. Yeah. Um, I also love responsibility and I love I get if nothing was going on, I get bored. So like, yeah, I think that's like I respect that so much because I know that I can pass on a lot of stuff to you. And like, I get actually stressed out pretty easily. Mm -hmm. I get very overwhelmed with the amount of stuff that I have going on in my life. And so sometimes I'll like emotionally dump that on you. And then you just like calm me down. If I got stressed out too much, this would not work. (laughs) No shot. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. It's probably true. I think your best quality is, I think you're one of the most like empathetic humans I've met. Perfect point. We're leaving Israel. We've said goodbye to most people, and we're at a new airport. A new terminal. I already said my goodbyes, everything. So in my head, I'm like, we can leave. Like, we're free to go. And where she's like, no, we need to say goodbye again. We need to make sure everyone felt good on their send-off. Yeah. Where I'm like... I felt so bad. Yeah. Like, we ended up getting off the flight, and we thought we were going to see them at the next terminal. And I, like, ran to the bathroom, and I went to go get my luggage. And um, we didn't get to see the people. And I felt so guilty that yeah. I didn't get to say goodbye and like properly like say goodbye and like make them feel like like I cared. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, yeah, it was. Yeah. I still struggle with that today. Yeah. Well, if they're watching, we love y'all. Yeah. Uh, but in my head, I'm like, they're fine. They understand that we didn't do that on purpose. But and I'm also naturally people pleaser. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think it's like good because I, I am a people pleaser, but I care what people think. But I also kind of don't um so i think it's like a good balance to my nature okay the next question is for you kebab which i call him kebab i've never had a nickname so that's pretty <laughs> awesome the reason why i call him kebab is because kebab starts with a k and his name starts with a k okay so the question is the next question is is caleb straight up white or is he mixed like you jay what are you babe so a lot of people you're very ambiguous I get very, very, very tan in the summer. Very. And I turned. When I first saw him, I was like, ooh, shoddy. <laughs> so I joke, she treats me really well from months April, late April to like September. And then I turn back into like a white Chad once. Chad. I turn into, I, I, uh, I don't like the name Chad. I turn, you know, someone, one of the, um, we were doing a Shabbat dinner. Yeah, one the of the nights in Israel. And he was like so interested about her content creating. She, and he was like, you'd be good at that. You look like a Chad. <laughs> and I was like. He got roasted by an Israelian kid. I was like, thank you. I'll take that. That Whatever. was hilarious. I mean, you kind of do because you wear backwards hats a lot. Yeah. And I think people have a problem with that. I think they do. People will constantly comment about it. It's like, mind your own freaking business. If I wanted to wear a hat, I'd wear a freaking hat. <laughs> I tell him I had a haircut. He, also, cause he, he needs a haircut pretty badly right now. Thank you. Um, but you never addressed the question of what are you? What was the question? Are you, oh, are you mixed? So most, so it's kind of controversial in my family because for Is the it? longest time I used to say like I was like pretty heavy Native American and I guess it's not as high as what I thought it was. So mostly family is from, is Irish and would you say British or English? Where are they from? England. Then yeah, English. Is that what you said? Yeah. So English and my grandpa, I think is a fourth Native American um, so which I guess where he gets this lovely tan. From. Yeah. So not sure which tribe he was a part of. I know that they lost like all the documents. So I was never able to prove it. So I wasn't able to get like any scholarships for it. But your mom and dad are like American. Your grandma and grandma and grandpa, they're American. Yeah. But you way back then you were saying you're English and Irish. Yeah. You know, the show Downton Abbey never watched it. So my, if you Downton Abbey fans, my mom's maiden name is Grantham, which is like, I guess in the show. So that's cool. I like that last name. I think I'm darker than you. You are also when we were in Israel, I hid in my hat as much as possible. I'm so like afraid of the, you're you're a vampire. I'm kind of like a vampire. I think you're a vampire. You're the, I am trying to protect my skin as much as possible. I'm almost 30. I'm kidding. I'll be 30 next March. When Jay and, um, is 70, she's going to look like she's 12. <laughs> I literally had any chance I had. Like, I would use my bandana and hide my face <laughs> or my hat. I would. I looked like an idiot. We were, And I was fully aware of it. But I was like, I'm going to have good skin when I'm 35 and 40. We'd be in, like, the freaking Garden of, Garden of Bathsheba. No, baby. Garden of Gethsemane. I'm joking. 
<laughs> We'd be in like Garcinemi, whatever you say. Gethsemane, baby. Gethsemane, whatever. <laughs> you should know this, Bible college boy. I do, but I, I get like a lisp when I say too many letters at the same time. Uh, <laughs> I, but I would look over and she would like be wrapped in <laughs> like a, a little cloth. mummy. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you? It's you're in the shade. You don't need to cover your skin. Yeah, I would hide in the shade at any chance I had. Which she's so concerned. Every time every time she sees me, she's like analyzing to see if I have wrinkles. I kept putting sunscreen on him because the homie never wears sunscreen. Ever. Mm. Um, but yeah, for those who don't know, I'm half German, half Guatemalan. So Which is so fire. Moving on. It's so fire. Danke schön, gracias. It's so fire. <laughs> we'll be, she can speak German. She can speak Spanish. I'm like, that's my girl. Oh, thanks, baby. Anyway, okay, the next question is, does Caleb experience insecurities as a guy? Dun, dun, dun. dun. If you don't experience insecurity as a guy, You're lying. You are a psychopath. No, they're just lying. Yeah, or you're a psychopath. I don't think they're a psychopath. I think they're just lying. Yeah, Um, for sure. I think that I'm naturally pretty confident, would you say? Yes. Um, I used to be so insecure in middle school and high school. Like, so insecure. Um, and honestly, I think one day I just got tired of it. And I was like, I'm tired of being insecure. And uh, my actually, my sister's ex-boyfriend helped me a ton. Aww. I love this guy. Oh, there's um, a reunion we can make happen. His name was Wyatt Pondexter. Wow, what a last name. People are, people are going to go look him up now, babe. Well, he deserves to be looked up. I think he's married <laughs> now. He's, he's amazing. Everyone don't look he him was, up. I think, I, I can't remember why they broke up. But um, he just, like, helped me so much, I think, with confidence, knowing how to lift weights, and he was such a strong Christian. And so just finding my identity in the Lord, finding my identity, and honestly what my friends thought of me was became so important. And because I was surrounded by so many good guys, and they hyped me up, um, of course, I still have my insecurities. But at the end of the day, I'm just like, I can control what I can control. You told me one of your insecurities the other day. Oh, yeah. So I had um, knee surgery, knee surgery in 2018, which was pretty severe, Uh, like kneecap realignment, cartilage reemplacement. So I have really, really, really bad mobility in my right knee. It's probably I would say it operates at like 40, 50 percent. Really? Yeah. So naturally, it's, it's really hard for me to build muscle on my right leg. Uh, it's getting better, um, but at the same time, it's a lot of. I'm in a lot of pain pretty frequently, and so, you know, it prevents your leg days. I think my upper body's a little bigger than my lower body, which sucks as a dude. But at the same time, you know, it's whatever. Yeah, you still get it, babe. Wow, this one got a little deep. <laughs> Struggles with porn. How to only keep eyes on. Ooh each other that's a great question um struggles with porn that's and deep. how to keep eyes on each other that's funny because my family was actually talking about porn today random random thing but we were all talking about it we both don't watch it i have i used to struggle with it in high school but not anymore i have so many thoughts on porn i i think eventually i want to start some type of ministry just i don't even know how it has to be a ministry but like helping men and women and women yeah, overcome women struggle this with it. It's been my biggest passion, um, but you give, I'll let you speak first and kind of give your thoughts on feeling comfortable with dating me, knowing that I don't struggle with porn when we talked about that and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my podcast. Hey, happy You're healthy. so serious. <laughs> I can well, I don't really know how that. to address this question because we both don't struggle with porn. I mean, I, I personally don't. I know as a guy that might be a little bit different. We were very open about it in the very beginning. But of our very like literally like fourth date or whatever. Yeah. I don't remember. It was very like the first month of dating actually. I think if you're struggling with pornography before you start dating someone, you're gonna bring it into your relationship. Eventually. Yeah, I think you really so, got to work on that before getting into marriage or dating because yeah. porn has destroyed relationships. I've seen it within, you know, certain marriages of people I know. Um, and it's just not something that makes anybody feel good. And I do, this is a hot take, but I personally think it's cheating because the Bible does say like, if you even look at a woman with lust, you're committing adultery and you're literally watching someone else have sex with somebody else. Also, every guy knows from experience, if you've watched pornography at the end of the day, you think you're, you're gross and it's horrible. No one feels good after it. It's 
horrible for your brain. It's horrible for your testosterone levels. It's horrible for your anxiety, depression. I mean, it's on take take the Bible out of it. It's yeah, scientifically if, if take, exactly. If you even take out any Christian aspect of it. It's been literally statistically and scientifically proven yeah. that it's destructive for so many aspects of your mental health, the way you view women, your testosterone levels, as you said. I mean, you're literally bonding to an image. You're bonding to a video. I could yeah. go off on a tangent, but I won't. But like, we're not here to condemn. Like, if you do struggle with this, yeah. confess it. Talk to someone. Don't date people that are addicted. You know, wait for them to get clean and work on that consistently. Mm -hmm. Because like I said, and what he was saying, like, it'll manifest itself into your marriage, your relationship, and the person's essentially cheating on yeah. you. But I know it's a legitimate yeah. addiction it, for some people. Like, yeah. legitimate. It's stronger than some, some drugs. Um, yeah. But I do think I'm so, I get so fired up about it because I've seen so many men damage women, yeah. not get into relationships, damage their marriage because of it. And I think men need to start leading so much better in this. Yeah. And... So. And I think women, you are allowed to ask this man if he watches porn. Very like, quickly. Very quickly. Find that out. And, you know, I'd honestly just say like, hey, what are your, hey, I know this is a weird thing to ask, but what are your stances on pornography? Because I personally believe that's not okay. It's not something that I watch and I would love to date somebody that doesn't. So would you be honest with me if you do struggle with that or what your history with like that is and get their take and hopefully they're honest and pray that, you know, your, your discernment would be right. And I think that's what helped me proceed with Caleb moving forward was knowing that you were celibate, you were trying to be pure. I honestly don't like the word pure. I don't know why I just don't like it. But yeah, it sounds but you were trying, you were not struggling with that. You didn't watch it. You didn't have a history like in the last, plus, how many plus years, a lot of years where you didn't watch it so I could trust you. Mm -hmm. And I'm really but glad I don't so, have to go into marriage worrying about that. There's so much grace. There's so much forgiveness. Yeah. And if you do struggle with it, Talk to somebody. Um, yeah, get a hold of it. But I do think that um, well, one of the questions was, how do you keep eyes for each, each other? I think that's a separate oh, question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what would you say? We talked about this the other day, actually. But So I heard from Craig Rochelle when I was in high school, and this has kind of stuck with me. It is morally neutral for you to look at someone and have a thought in your head. Oh, that's a pretty person. Yeah. Where you go into the gray is the second and the third look. And even maybe the first look, you are undressing you're someone with their your body. Eyes. You're like, dang. You, you're wondering. You're, you're letting your thoughts run rampant. And I'm so blessed and so thankful that I'm so attracted to my girlfriend. But I'm attracted to her like inside. It sounds cliche, but like her, her demeanor, her attitude, her love for the Lord, which allows me... Honestly, any girl that I see, if you know, if a pretty girl walks by, I just know I'm with the best, and I know that <laughs> I am so in That's love. So I'm with the girl of my dreams, and I've seen so many men ruin it. I've seen so many men trade momentary satisfaction over a lifetime of amazing of an amazing relationship. Mm -hmm. So I'm just not willing to trade that. Yeah, um, you have to be disciplined. You have to keep your mind on what's right. You have to get in the word. You have to be in prayer. You have to set up good defenses over your eyes because men are naturally wired to, mm -hmm. to look. Yeah. And I was just going to say like what he just mentioned, like when you get into marriage, I think a lot of people think that you get married and all of a sudden your desire for another person just immediately dissolves or dissipates, which is actually false. We were just talking to someone this past weekend about it. She was a married woman who had been married for 40 years. Her husband recently passed away, which was very sad. And um, she, we were asking her, like, hey, what advice do you have for us? And uh, she would talk about that. She was like, you have to know that your attraction to people does not just all of a sudden go away because you're married. It actually sometimes amplifies. Which sucks. And it sucks because, yeah, there's but there's beautiful people in the world. So I think you can, like, just look and be like, okay, that's a good-looking person. But, again, not letting that linger. And something that I remind myself of is that, like, even if I see an attractive person, I'm like, oh, wow, he's attractive. I remind myself, I'm like, I don't know this guy. I don't know his story. I don't know what he's struggling with. Just because he is attractive doesn't mean anything. Like, he could be the scummiest guy in the world. Or, or you know, like, sometimes your mind can wander and be like, was I supposed to be with him? Or he's attractive with this. And it's like, you don't know the person. Like, you're only going based off of looks. And I'm so attracted to the same thing with Caleb was saying, like, 
his heart, his spirit, his attitude, his work ethic, his Christianity. I mean, so many things that I'm like, that's what I want. Like, I'm so lucky I get to be attracted to you physically and also mentally and spiritually and all the other things. But you can appreciate someone's beauty and then also be like, okay, that was a good looking person. Okay, next. And just again, like, don't let that linger. And then constantly affirm each other, I think is really important as well. That's really good. I feel really freaking sick. Do you feel sick? I feel a little run down. We feel yeah. super run down after our trip. Like my throat, I feel like I want to just sleep for like days, yeah. which makes me kind of want to stay in tonight because you, I don't want to get anyone else sick. You should have okay. an introverted night. Tonight. I don't know. I kind of want to just edit. Okay. The next question is, but will you? I think so. <laughs> I don't believe you <laughs> guys. It's so hard for we'll me to say no. Back. I would bet a hundred thousand dollars that she is hanging out with friends tonight what's the next question what is your job honestly a lot what was that sound (laughs) i I think i had a stroke it's funny because a lot of i get notifications quite a bit of how many people are viewing my linkedin it's a little weird that's weird i think i'm getting like a, a thousand profile views like every month now which is weird. So if you want to offer me a job, <laughs> offer me a job. Um, no, I'm kidding. But what's your job? I love my job now. My boss is watching. I um, I love it. It's great. It's providing me so with so many amazing opportunities, and uh, it's a great job. So right now I am working for a startup. I help place surgeons, doctors, any type of medical provider. Um, two hospitals, and then I also manage their accounts. So I work with hospitals uh, to essentially find out to see if they need um, providers, need surgeons, whatever type of provider they may be. So that's what I do. So I guess you could say recruiter. He's um, a, in healthcare, healthcare recruiting. Yep. Yeah. So I've been doing that for almost a year. Good job. Thank you. Good job, babe. Okay, there's a lot of questions. And then I also take pictures of this woman. <laughs> also part-time Instagram think, boyfriend. I think it's underestimated. Why? I don't know. I don't think people realize how much... It's, how, a, lot, it's a lot of work. How much work it is, but also how much mental fortitude you have to have to not be embarrassed. That's also true. Yeah, we're on the freaking Israel trip, and I'm also like low-key like getting secondhand embarrassment for myself because everyone's like listening to him teach and i'm like i have to get pictures and this is We're like where in the corner and he's snapping pictures and i'm like this is so awkward but he just does it this is where me not caring what people think really goes i didn't well. really like care that much but in the back of my mind i'm like they think i'm an idiot they think i'm an idiot they think i'm in a you know cliche yeah. influencer i hate that feeling for sure what are our pet peeves of each other oh i got a lot i know all you can i guess your pet peeves yeah i think i naturally just like eat your food and Drink your drinks because yep, I do pay for most of our stuff. Okay, I buy out. all the groceries. Uh, so I buy all the groceries because we cook at my house a lot. I'll buy always the groceries. He'll pay when we eat out. I might eat one meal a week. That's, at my house. Well, there's sometimes where we would do three times a week. <laughs> but one of my freaking pet peeves, and he did it freaking yesterday, is he eats and drinks everything so fast. So he just freaking scarfs it down. I like to take my time. All day. I'm sipping. I'm slowing. I'm enjoying. And without even asking, he'll just reach over and grab my drink. I'm like, excuse me. I'll slap his hand because I'm like, you drank your drink. And he's like, but I want more. I think you care about me. So I'm just like. So I'll give it anyway, but I'll get annoyed because he'll try to, because he drinks his too fast, he'll try to drink mine. And I'm like, I enjoy, I'm enjoying mine. <laughs> you scarfed yours down. And I have entitlement. And I'll get annoyed. I have entitlement because I'm like, I've spent thousands of dollars in, the, in this week. That doesn't mean you get to eat my food. No, for sure. But I do think in the back of my brain, I'm like, oh, I paid for dinner. And I he'll just reach, out, like he'll take his grimy little dirty fingers. Grimy? He'll just reach over and just grab things off my plate that I'm like, we're in a public restaurant. Okay, so my question is, <laughs> Yes. you don't do that to me, my food and my drink? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're joking. Hardly, hardly. Jay. Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, think, I think you're hey, always the one doing hey it guys, to me. Jay. Yes. When have I ever said no to you? Mm, it's been a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> you could seriously count on your fingers. He doesn't say no to me very often, I'm not going to lie. 
You let me get away with way too much. What do I let you get away with? Everything. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think, I think I don't, again, this goes into like, I don't care a ton. I'm just like, oh, if that makes you happy, whatever. But I don't know. I feel like the food thing. Yeah. It's something I've struggled with most of my life. I, I don't. I think because I feel, I feel like I'm pretty generous. I feel like other people should operate in that same generosity. So I just like, oh my God, it's fine. So I'll do better. Okay, what's your pet peeve about me? Mm, man. Uh-oh. I'm an angel. What do you mean? I'm just I think kidding. my pet peeve about you is you don't, you can do seven tasks at once and I'll see you start something. <laughs> I'll see you start something on your phone. You're just calling on my ADHD. Come on. Or you'll, and you'll get distracted by something that does not matter in the present moment. (laughs) You're like, I have to figure out in 2027, the mailman's going to come over and I have to hand (laughs) him this pen. And it's like, what? What do you, what Uh, do you, that sounds about right. Like, what do you mean? It's so specific. I, yeah, I really have like ADHD or ADD, whatever it's called. But things that, don't it's things will stress you out it's like i have 30 tabs open in my brain at all times yeah. it really does feel like that but also i can handle a lot. it's like that rainbow swirly thing yeah 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 and so like nothing sometimes that, that sounds rude but like some things nothing will get done that day because you're that's like not true it just focused will get done on in, that it'll one get done thing. in my order which might be a little bit more messy yeah anyway also let's move on no i have one more pet oh peeve. god i'm scared i'm trying to think Oh, man. He freaking farts now. He crop dusts me all the time. Your toots are atrocious, dude. <laughs> dude. If you, you... This is you. Yeah. <laughs> Do the <laughs> roar. <laughs> Have you no. seen that in the truck? Guys. Do the roar. <laughs> hang on. I need, I, need a, I need a moment. Baby, here. please don't out me. Please. Guys, I know she loves Jesus and she's like, you know, you might like her and think she's all sweet and, you know, all the, all the <laughs> things... This girl, this is how she knows that she can get away with anything with me. I so personally, if she has to toot, I'm like, let it go, babe. Like, I don't want you to be cramped up. I know what that feeling is like, and I don't want you to have to go through that. So I'm like, let it go. I don't care what it smells like until I knew. Hey, they, they smell a bit, man. Okay, we are done talking about this. <laughs> okay, Stop done. exposing my bowel movements. Okay. Okay, so how do we handle conflict in our relationship? We um, don't really fight. We don't fight. Until we, we have this until one fight that we have over and over and over. Other than that, we don't fight. Yeah, which I think it's. A but I think we handle conflict by like we sit down, we talk about it, we usually pray, mm-hmm. we pray for each other, we make sure we don't go to bed mad at each other. Mm-hmm. We'll talk through everything thoroughly. Like we let the person express what they need to express. Uh, we don't yell at each other. Okay, the next question is for you, baby. How does Caleb enjoy being in the limelight? Has he adjusted to the blogging slash screen time? Hmm. I think because we were for six months, I never seven posted. months, seven private, months. Yeah. So I feel like I got pretty used to just like her world and her life, and it became pretty normal. So when it happened, um, it didn't feel like anything. It was crazy. a pretty easy transition, to be honest. Yeah, we've been dating for ten months, by the way. I think I have so many guys in my life, so many, I, I can't do, I can't get away with anything. I can't do anything stupid without being made fun of. So my bros keep me pretty humble. I, I honestly, it comes with a lot of uh, things that aren't like, are actually kind of difficult. Yeah. That you haven't had to deal with before. Yeah. So like it's fun in some ways and it's cool in some ways, but on the other hand, like it comes with a territory. Like I wouldn't have to think about, if I posted something, all I would have to think about is a thousand people wa- watching the one thing. Now I'm a representation of maybe her. And so that that is interesting and has its own challenges. But for the most part, I like supporting her and it's her passion. I see how much she helps women and all the things. And so however I can get behind her is my goal. That's so sweet. Thank you. Someone asked me, how did you meet? And so we already made a whole podcast on our story. So go check that out. My boyfriend struggles with alcohol. How do you guys manage that? And how can I resolve this? Alcohol. 
We, um, well, I guess just from our, our own personal take, we don't drink very much. Like we'll go to dinner and we'll have a margarita and he'll have an old fashioned, but we never party. We're not going out together. We know we don't really hang out in environments that would really tempt us. And if there are environments that would tempt us, we typically don't, typically don't go. And I really don't like bars. I don't really like Same. to go. I don't like that environment already. So it actually kind of helps me. I do like, you know, to have a, a drink occasionally with either my really close guy friends or with her. I just really try to watch the environment that I'm in. Um, and, and the appearance of it. Like if we know, like if I know that there's someone struggling or maybe someone that is looking up to me or they're, they outright are like really struggling with alcohol, like we want to be careful with that. Um, but that is definitely something to be cautious of, of like you're marrying someone potentially or dating someone that might have a problem with alcohol it doesn't magically resolve like you don't want to marry someone that might potentially be an alcoholic because i know people that have done that and it has not ended well so you really want to take caution with that and really encourage him to seek out help and to go to god and have his own accountability apart from just you and really i mean i would not, i would strongly advise against marrying this person until they have that resolved for a, a long period of time just like the porn so stuff dangerous yeah. yeah, and marriage doesn't solve things, I promise y'all. Caleb being younger, how do you let him lead in this relationship? It's a good question. Um, I just try my best to let you lead. Like, I let you plan the dates. I let you handle things. I just trust you. I trust your discernment. I let you, you lead in prayer a lot. In the beginning, it was actually very, very difficult. I don't think that's something that comes naturally, like, especially as like what you would call like a strong, independent woman that can take care of herself. That's definitely something I've had to like let my own pride down. And I've had to be like, you know what? If I want to have a man take care of me, I've got to allow him to do that. And so do you think I let you lead? Yeah. How do you think I let you lead? I think you wanted me to lead so much in our relationship that honestly, that caused some issues because you're like, you I was like here. forcing you to lead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think in ways you do really well, I think naturally- you are, I mean, if you were to write up a strong, independent, you know, I can do it, girl, like you are her. But I do think you let me lean into my masculinity without it being like toxic. You let me be a guy. I think that's the biggest thing is like, you don't make me feel bad for being a guy. Because at the end of the day, I'm a dude <laughs> and I like sports. I like to work out, lift weights. Sometimes I like being a little, being a bro. And yeah, you let me, you let me lean into that. And, mm -hmm. um, but also at the same time, um, you walk so courageously to Jesus and you, you know, you have such a strong relationship with him that honestly it sets the bar to which I know I have to go to prayer. I know I have to go to the word. I know to lead you and your environment, what it's like, it takes a lot. And so mm. I won't be able to do that if I'm not chilling with God and letting him lead me because you're not going to be able to fulfill me fully. Yeah. And, yeah. um, that will, I, you're going to disappoint me at times, vice versa. So I have to let God lead me and then, you know, but also we're dating, we're not married yet. So like, I have to walk a fine line of like, yes, I'm going to lead, but at the same time, I'm not your husband. So you're going to have to keep leading yourself in a lot of different areas. Um, yeah. And so, if your boyfriend, if if your girlfriend and your your boyfriend's just leading the relationship, it's like you're not married yet. So, yeah, that's difficult. But yeah, it is. you got to watch for the signs in dating, but know that like he isn't called to lead you quite yet, like yeah. like a husband because he's not your husband. But, but you want you want to look for those signs. Yeah, is he natural leader? But you you don't necessarily have to like, submit quite yet because you're he's not your husband. What's your favorite love language in each other? I mean, we we're both very physical touch. Like we love hugging each other. We love mm -hmm. kissing. We love holding hands. We love, you know, like cuddling. Like I think that's definitely it. But I would say, what are the other ones? Physical touch, words of affirmation. What do you think my, my favorite love language is? Probably acts of service. Okay. So that's that, that I like giving, but that I like receiving. Physical touch. Yeah. Oh, affirmation? I think words of affirmation. I feel like most men want that. Yeah. For me, definitely acts of service is so freaking key. And he is the king of acts of service. It's amazing. So I'd say that and then physical touch. I'd say acts of service first and then physical touch. Yeah. How do you two view modesty? How do you talk about you wearing crop tops, bikinis, and all the things? 
you want to talk about this? Yeah. Um, I think she does a great job. Honestly, I think it's an open conversation, but at the same time, I trust her. Listen, as a dude, and this, this goes for guys, like you're looking for a girl to want to be with, you're going to have to rely on her discernment and you can't control everything. So my advice would just be, Hey, like I got to, I have to be able to trust you to make wise decisions for us and for yourself. I can't constantly be saying, Hey, don't do this. Don't wear that. Don't do this. That'd be exhausting. If I constantly was like, it was a girlfriend, one or boyfriend gosh, doing that all the time, I, like babysitting her. If I ever have to be like, Hey babe, I don't think you should wear that. It, I just would rather not have to be put in that position. I, if I do, I'm fine with having to do that, but I don't think you, but also here's the thing is people are going to take this and they're going to be like, Oh my gosh, her boyfriend's so controlling. And I don't take it as that. I take that as like, thank you for looking out for me because sometimes like I'll put things on and I'll go to him and I'll be like, what do you think? Like, is this too much? And I'll use him as a gauge because I know that you know what guys look at and think about. And so I personally, I do want to lean on the side of more modesty, but I also, I don't think I do it perfectly. Like I'm not, you know, Southern Baptist modest because I still wear leggings. I still wear shorts. I still wear bikinis, but I try to avoid ones that are like a thong or your boobs are fully flying out. I don't have a problem with crop tops. If it's like for me, I have a short torso. So a crop top really isn't a crop top. It's like a sliver of my stomach showing. I personally don't have a problem with that. I try not to wear booty shorts. Like I personally just don't want my goodies hanging out. Mm -hmm. I just don't, I don't feel comfortable with that. I don't like a lot of people staring. I don't really want a lot of guys staring at my butt at the gym. Personally, I don't feel comfortable with that. I do like to tie things around my waist a lot of the times, but if I'm in a a good environment, I'm just, I'm going to wear leggings. Like I don't care, but even at the airport or even when I go to his gym, there's a lot of dudes around there. I just don't feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. Like he hasn't said anything to me. I just don't personally want a lot of guys staring at my butt. So I usually tie things around my waist and that's how I feel comfortable. It is a breath of fresh air that you don't find your identity and the way men perceive you and the way like you need, you don't need attention from your body for other men. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. And maybe you, have struggled it's nice but it's i don't i don't need it yeah you know like i'd rather you compliment me and you'd be like wow you look really good you know yeah but i i also know that again being on instagram and an influencer like i'm carrying a message with whatever i do and so i do want to be careful what message and things i'm portraying out there in social media especially as a christian so i do like to err on the more side of quote-unquote modesty but as you guys might see from my instagram like occasionally you'll see me wearing things and athletics or something yeah but I, I don't personally think wearing the sports bra and a crop top or a whatever is like the worst thing ever as long as my boobs aren't like sticking out or flopping out or whatever and i'm not trying to do it in a flashy way but maybe that's controversial but that's just kind of how i am yeah but i, mean, I just try to be careful you, you know i think you do a good job thank you who's more high maintenance me 100 percent. i already know it <laughs> what ways am i high maintenance um I don't know. Because I feel like my friends would describe me as pretty high maintenance. I think out of your friends you are. A lot of your friends would say you're like a pretty boy, but you're not high maintenance. Thank you. I don't think you're high maintenance. I think when it comes to like your morning routine and your food and what you drink and what you eat, there you're high maintenance. You have to get your workout in. You have to get your specific energy drink, your supplements. There you're high maintenance, but otherwise you're never high maintenance. That's good. Do we have a favorite date? I feel like our favorite date, so me personally... I love, 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 love taking her out to dinner. And yeah. so finding a new restaurant, a new restaurant, a new restaurant we've never up. been. It's like nice and good vibes. The aesthetic is dope. Um, all the things. That's like my favorite thing. So like I would say dinner and then honestly, ice cream. Go in to find a spot for ice cream after. It's simple, but our conversations are always like the best. We get some ice cream after and then we come back to her house and watch a movie. I would say like that's my favorite date night. I think I could probably spice it up and doing something different or planning something more. But honestly, in this season, it's been difficult. She's traveling all the time. Yeah. Um, we're gone a lot of weekends. And so it is hard finding moments here and there. But like even in Israel, we, we found a day to, to like go get that was so fun cheese we, and we went to the into the town in jerusalem and um went and found this cute little like winery we got a gla- glass of wine and some cheese on the street had the, it was live music they were playing this authentic israeli music and it was just so romantic it was yeah. so fun but i think one of my favorite dates was actually this sounds really mean 
But like it was one I planned. Wait, which one was that? It was that? the one when I got us Thai food. I got us a blanket. We uh, sat. Yeah. We So we sat, had this cute little picnic, and then we <laughs> like had great conversation. Then we went and played tennis for like an hour together. It was, was so fun. fun. And then we went home and watched a movie, <laughs> and I loved it. You're wild. <laughs> the one I played. It was okay. Hey. That, okay. Let's recap that. That date was like fun, but that wasn't. Oh, the light died. It's okay. Let's we're almost done. The charger. Yeah, we we are almost done. We Sorry, can, we're extending. They can this. be fine with a little less lighting towards the end. Pass me the cable, please. <laughs> <laughs> High maintenance. But, she's but I, I honestly, whatever he said too, like he, I will affirm him in that he is a great, great date planner. Yeah. Every time he's like, dinner's at seven, picking you up. I'm like, yes, king. We went on a lot more dates in the beginning because I feel like, um, you're trying to really drive conversations all all the time. I was spending. Out of money so much money so a lot of that is you know trying to be more wise with eating out and stuff <clears throat> plus health wise we want to cook at home more yeah i feel like we do such a good job of like spending one-on-one time together and stuff okay the last question is just how do we incorporate faith into our relationship because i think this could be a separate podcast but something that i talk about is like boundaries within your faith because you do want to have your own personalized faith apart from the person so we don't like necessarily sit around and read the Bible together. Like there's been definitely times where like he's reading, I reading, I'm reading, but generally we read the Bible separately. We go to church together. We love going to church together. We love getting brunch afterwards. We pray in our relationship a lot. We pray for people. We pray yeah. for ourselves. We pray for things we're struggling with. Um, we're not, I'm not sitting there for hours, like praying in depth, Holy spirit, but like we are like praying over a relationship. We're praying, praying over people that we know yeah. are struggling we listen to worship music in the car a lot. Yeah. But otherwise, otherwise, like, we're not... I think... We're not, like, fasting and praying on our hands and knees together. Like, I think that's something that we'll say for marriage. I, I find it very interesting when Christians say that couples shouldn't pray together. Because as a Christian, you're, it, it's a reaction. But it, like, it, that is a hot take. But hang on. Depends on what you're praying about. But my thing is, is as Christians, we believe in Jesus. It's your whole life is a reaction. And so you're telling me that the most important decision in my entire life is essentially choosing who I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. And it is, you're crossing a spiritual boundary to pray together. I think God is big enough to, if the relationship doesn't work out, that your regret is not going to be that you pray together. Your regret is going to be you didn't pray how you always. hurt someone or sexually or what you did this or or how you treated someone hard. Yeah. You're not going to regret, oh my gosh, we prayed with each other too much. Like I do think I that I get there's boundaries, but I, I do think that, that like I think there's a weird like No, I agree with I that. Know. I do think that one's a little bit iffy. Like obviously you want to have boundaries within like <sighs> frick this light. <laughs> how quickly you're saying I love you or talking about marriage or kids or physicality, of course, like 100%. But spiritually, I mean, you know, I, I would typically just say, like, avoid if you know, like, the person isn't for you. You're, like, only, like, trying to, like, spiritually tie yourself. Like, I yeah, think that's where you want to be careful. Sure. If you know God is, like, this is not your person and you're, like, Lord, like, this is in your will. Make this in your will. And God's, like, it's not in my will. Like, I've already told you no. Like, yeah. maybe that's a difference. But we don't pray. We're, like, praying God bless us that this is from you. Show us the way. We pray for other people. We pray for things we're struggling with. But we're not, like praying that God would like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you mean. Someone asked a question. Um, when you guys say you don't want to over-spiritualize your relationship, what do you mean by that? Like, we don't want to be like, um, God was the one that, yeah. you know, like, God. we do believe that the yeah, Lord We don't want to manipulate God into yeah, we're not. Decisions. We're not trying to be like, how, how do we phrase this? I think you're called as a, I, I don't know. I think we're so obsessed. Ever like, even us, where you're obsessed with your own life, and you think that God is tells you like this is your person, not your person. I think that's. A, I think God maybe can do that. I don't want to put God into a box, but I think some people can can just like do too much. You know what I mean? I think there's just some. I, I don't really know how to phrase this. I think that we're just trying to. We do feel like the Lord has spoken in our relationship quite a bit, but ultimately we both have free will. We choose each other. That's what we're doing. Yeah. And so I think that's kind of where we're going is like, yes, God can show you things. And we do believe that God can speak and we'll share that story more down the road. But ultimately we are choosing each other. You know, I think that's because a lot of people were like, and I saw his name in the clouds and the Lord told me, which totally 
God can 100% do, but you like, have to choose the person still yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah, there's like scripture that talks about be careful on like trying to look for signs too much. And I think that that, you know, we can do as Christians. But anyway. Why do you like me so much? Tell my followers why you picked me. Because a lot of them, they keep DMing and they're like, don't hurt her. Thank you guys for looking out for Don't me. hurt me. I'm not trying to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying why to. Why did you pick me, baby? Okay, then I have one question for you after. Oh, no. Why did I pick you? Honestly. Also, this podcast is getting long. Okay, that's a hot take I have. No, no it's I know not. what you're going to say. Yes, it it's is. It's not getting long. It's An long. hour and eight minutes it's is long. not long. It's no, long. it's not long. <laughs> it's long. Why I like you so much. This isn't, I'm not like trying to be like, like I'm not really like, oh my God, it gassed me up. But I think people really do want to know why you picked me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, you just, <laughs> you just you, I'm so tired. I just want to hang with you, dude. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to laugh with you, dude. It's all I ever wanted. <laughs> it's all I ever wanted. <laughs> Tell them the story. That's a stupid insight. <laughs> I'm getting delirious. He always says that, and he knows. <laughs> he knows he's gonna get an automatic laugh. He'll look at me and he'll go, "It's all I ever wanted." <laughs> if I ever like, so like my puppy face, like. It, if like I want her to rub my shoulders or something, I'll just go. <laughs> I kind of talk in a baby voice and I'll go. It's all I ever wanted. <laughs> Unreal. Um. So why I chose you? I've been picking my entire life. Honestly, I should have been picking cherries or picking apples or something. We're, this is going long. It's gonna be cut it out too. It's cut it. Cut it. It's not a word, baby. <laughs> you keep. Me laughing, you make me laugh more than any other Your human mom? has ever. <laughs> okay, You've done. made me laugh. You make <laughs> me laugh more than any other human. I mean, the cliche answer why I like you so much is I think you would be a great mom. I think you could lead well, my children well. I think you could um, lead. This. I lead well? I think you lead very well in different ways. Um, I think. I think you're someone that I could spend the rest of my life with and just be so content and so happy and never have to think about, could I do better? Oh, that's so, so sweet. Knowing I won't have to think about, could I do better? Because I know I did, I, 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 I got the best. Um, not by anything that you do or have done, but by genuinely, I, I'm rocking with my best friend. And I love all the things we get to do together. I think you're so attractive so attractive like so attractive um thank you <laughs> and that helps in different ways but at the end of the day i've know what i i've prayed for i this has been a lot i mean this has been almost a whole year and i'd be lying if i said this has been easy uh but you know jordan peterson he says you know it takes a courageous warrior and a man to like actually like lead and pursue a relationship, especially when you're young. Yeah. Because, you know, most guys don't want to get married when they're 24. And I don't take that lightly. Someone asked me, is he ready for marriage? And yeah. he's so freaking ready. He's been ready for marriage way before I was. I was the one that was like, I'm scared. Because I've been through a lot. When I was born, so I was born premature, um, which is a kind of a testament, I think, to my life. And was born premature. My lungs weren't fully developed. I was in ICU for almost a month. Um, I wasn't supposed to live. Poor baby. Um, and we had a pastor come over and pray for me. And they, this pastor prophesied over my life. And they said that I would be 10 years ahead of my age. I ever seen, like, er, so how, he's really actually 34. Exactly. But like, that's how I've always felt since a kid. I was always wanted to be with grownups. I never want to go to children's church. I never, I wanted to be with people who were wiser, who were older and so when she was older, I was like, oh. And that's why, like, I dated him because he does act like that. Like, you don't act like a cliche 24-year-old. And, like, I think also what's fun is, like, he does bring out this kid in me. And I don't notice your age at all. And we have so much fun together. And, like, you're very mature. So I would say that is correct. Thank you, baby. Anyway, that is our podcast. Amazing. Thank you for coming on my podcast, Caleb. Thank you for having me my podcast, Janine.
It's all I ever wanted. Shut it. <laughs> Everyone, tell him to stop saying it's all I ever wanted. I'm just kidding. You can she, say it, babe. She talks I actually in a, like it. She talks in a baby voice to me. I do. Quite That's frequently. when you know this is your person because I tried. Okay, can I, can I say something? Is it? No, I won't say it. You know that you found the person when you can talk in a baby voice and they like it. Maddie and Grant, I remember when Maddie lived with me, she was talking baby voice to Grant and I was like, shut the frick up. But you need to be careful with frick. It sounds like you said the F word. Okay, shut the poop up. <laughs> that was cute. And they liked that. And I remember also kind of being like, dang, like some couples. Why can't I talk in a baby voice? And now I can. And he likes it. So now I get why Maddie and Grant did that. It's not this weird thing that I like when she talks in a baby voice. I just think that. When you're in a relationship, like your inner child gets brought out and you yeah. just like, you don't care and you're being weird. And, and so anyway, but thank you guys for listening. Thank you for watching. It's all I ever wanted. And I uh, hope you St- that's going to be your podcast. Jimmy, all I ever wanted. All I ever wanted. Um, all I ever wanted by Caleb Ward. Anyway, thank you guys for hanging out with us for an hour and 15 minutes. This was a very long podcast. Probably my longer episode. This is not long. It's long. <laughs> 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 I'm getting into my crazy zone with you. Um, thank you guys for hanging out. Let us know if you have any more thoughts or questions. We hope this cleared the air on anything. And yeah, let us know when you are listening. You can tag me or Happy and Healthy Podcast on Instagram. I always repost them. Comment down below. And you can always hang out with me on Instagram, Janina Mapola. We post a lot what we're doing on there. So you can hang out with us on there. And I'm going to be posting Israel Vlogs. So stay tuned for that on my YouTube channel, Janina Mapola. Anything else you want to say, babe? No. I think I'm good. Well, if you listen to the whole thing. I feel sick. I appreciate you. We both feel very sick and run down. I think I need to take a nap. My jet lag is severely punishing me right now. (laughs) (laughs) She always looks back at me like this. Hello. (laughs) Anyway, thank you guys for listening to today's episode of Happy and Healthy. I will see you guys again next week for another episode of Happy and Healthy. But until then, stay happy and healthy. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye, y'all.